Welcome to episode 106 of the Keep Up Podcast, where we're the little guys who turn the light on in the fridge. guys in your fridge well that's us that's what we are oh right we're, we're little guys in a fridge right we make sure the light shuts off when you close the door you just reminded me that i brought down a bevy how in the world oh fridge drink mm-hmm. drink fridge now do you think if liquids oh, weren't necessary good. you would still enjoy them yeah yeah i enjoy so many things that aren't necessary that's true you know what i mean <laughs> so good listen mm-hmm. welcome to the freaking keep up podcast it's a comedy and entertainment podcast what are you going to say, Tim? Say I was going to say the new official title, The Freaking Keep Up. The Freak Up. No, that's weird. The Freaking <laughs> Keep Welcome to the Keep Up Podcast. Listen, okay? Yeah, I'm listening. We always say it at the end, but leave us... If this is your first time, mm-hmm. pause the podcast. Oh, okay. Go leave a raving review. Five stars. Five star review on how good of a time you've had so far. Or three stars mm-hmm. because we didn't deliver your pizza quick enough. I don't like that. Rating system. (laughs) I wasn't... No pizza was ordered for me. I, you know, that's, that's, we're the pizza company. We are the pizza company. You never called 1-800-KEEP-UP-PIZZA-UP? Yo, don't tempt me to open a keep up pizza place because I Dude, we will. can do that. I know we we'll can. We'll slap our arcade, Chippendales. Yep. Oh, we're going to have a whole, doing, we're going to have a whole, a whole complex. Like, yeah, complex. complex. <laughs> uh, yeah. A whole, a whole plaza. Is yeah, that that's, that's the word. The yep. keep up plaza. Uh-huh. That would be sick. I never thought about doing that. I'm just saying, so it's tight. like Chuck E. Cheese, but we got Clippendales over there. Yep, and then and then the arcade to keep up the keep arcade. up arcade, keep arcade. Nope, nope. Okay, and then what were we just talking about? I forget. Okay, but we'll remember. Yeah, by the we'll time come we back. Open up the plaza. Yeah, we got plenty of time. <laughs> we got to find investors. So other than all those sweet investments and in buildings, we're uh-huh. the Keep Up Podcast. Pizza place, and pizza place. That's right. what it is. Uh, you can leave reviews. You can follow us on SoundCloud and Spotify and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, find us on Instagram, the Keep yep. Up. Uh, I mean, that's all the things I feel like. That's it. And yeah. the other thing, we got a special. We always do our monthly specials. Yes, a special. We um, just announced. Although, when does this come out? A week before? This will be before. Yep. So the January special is coming up. It's uh, The theme is the past decade. We do one every month, and <laughs> there's a special giveaway for every podcast. That was perfect. Every special podcast. Every yeah, right. Every special. All you got to do mm-hmm. is contribute. Yep. All right. You just you leave a comment wherever we post the video, or just send yep. us a message do anywhere and be like, "Hey, this is for the January special." Yep. You remember, um, what happened in the past? Just 10 any years? example. A single thing. Pa- hmm. Any one thing. Any one thing. Remember Literally anything. Remember when anything overalls came back. That probably was within the last decade, actually. I hope so, because, yeah. 90, you know... The whole 90s thing has been coming back pretty yeah. heavy. 90s grunge. Yeah, grunge. Grunge! Why'd you say, like, 90s yeah. grunge? <laughs> grunge! That's I don't know. Funny. I like that. No, I, I don't think you that. do. I do. I see it in your eyes. Don't tell me what my eyes are saying to you. Um, what? I don't know, dude. That's not good. What are we... Listen, here yeah. we are, 106. <laughs> What's happening? You want to go into stupid questions? I do want to do that. Okay. Okay. Stupid questions with Uncle Tim. 
You said you're ready, so now it's recording. I, know. I, I lied. I, I asked lied him to if you. he was ready. Listen, hey, Brett, you just edited the notes. What did you put in? I didn't. I don't think I. Oh, touched I'm gonna it. read the notes. I right get little now. notifications all the time saying that the notes been edited, and then mm-hmm. I have to sift through to find what you added. Right. It's like, should we highlight what no. we? Okay. Let me just find out on the podcast. Find all out right. next week on the Keep Up Podcast. Oh, on the Keep Up Podcast. So, stupid if, questions, Tim. What is stupid questions? Ah, stupid questions. Yeah. No goo. No Bing. No. <laughs> I ask the the hard hitting questions, the questions people are too afraid to ask. I that's what I do. <sighs> I ask them, and Those people are, yep. and people listen. They I listen. Hope. So last week I kind of alluded to this one. Ooh, an illusion. I said, no, that's not the right use. That is, is it an illusion versus an illusion? I don't like that. Is it's that the thing, though? <laughs> I don't like there words. can be an illusion. Illusion. To I don't, and then there can be the illusion of something. That's too confusing. You have to swing your hand over finger over wrist when you say that. Not like Spider Man. Ming ming. You have to go illusion. That's weird. I'm illusion. a lefty, so doing it with my right hand feels so wrong. Oh god, I just tried it with my left hand. Yeah. I, Do the spider thing. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what death feels yeah. like. It's the same feeling. Everything. Hell is just using all of your non-dominant things. <laughs> Wipe that window with your right hand. <laughs> no! You're doomed, lefty. Oh, uh, so, stupid questions. Stupid questions. So, I said this will be kind of dark, but then I thought of a way to frame it where it won't be as dark. Okay, I'm excited. Um, so, you know how sometimes in movies when a character dies, yeah. and there, let's say there's two characters. We got okay. Jim and Bob. Yeah. Bob dies, and Jim's like all sad and broken up about is it. Is it weird that I immediately thought of something that that is actually a spoiler for? <laughs> <laughs> it is just enough. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Jim. Who died? Jim. Don't worry yeah. about it. So, no, Bob died Bob in this died. situation. Bob Dole. So there's Jim and Bob. <laughs> Bob Dole. And Bob Doles. Bob Doles. I mean, dies. Bob dies. <laughs> Bob Dole. Bob Dole dies. Dies bold. What? <laughs> uh, okay. Jim so, and Bob. Bob yeah. dies. Okay. And then Jim has to, like, you know, kind of get over his death. And right. he's, he's spending all this time being sad about it. And right. then, like, let's say that in this imaginary movie, the, the climax is him getting over his death and becoming his own man. Yes. So sometimes in these scenarios... They do something that the dead character would approve of or say, you know, like they they justify and they're like, Bob, they do would it do like this. in the name of right. this person. So my question is, is mm. that truly getting over someone if you do something in the name of them? Ah. If you do something like that, they would appreciate that they would approve like your motivation to do it is their approval. Almost. Right. I can give an example, but it's a spoiler for a movie. So I almost don't want to say it. Okay. It's, uh, I have nothing in my room to show you. It starts with this letter. Let me just type it on yeah, my phone. Yeah, type we it got on technology. your phone. We have technology. But anyway, so yeah, that's the question. So that's a good question because, so you're saying, the question is, the I bottom. don't know where you, oh, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a good example. Um, so this almost, my mind immediately went to revenge because mm-hmm. it's a similar thing where, because typically, you know, revenge is for not when it's not for yourself. Sometimes mm-hmm. revenge in a movie is like I have to avenge. 
Is avenging the same thing? I feel like avenging is It's like, kind of like illusion, you know? It's it like is. <laughs> it's, uh, avenge is different from revenge. But I feel like barely, though. I feel like when you say you avenge someone, yeah. it's justified where revenge exactly. is not. Which I feel like is not It's fair. not. You're still... It's, if you kill people for the sake right. of someone else, it's revenge either way. Did you kill those people for revenge? No, no, no. I avenged my brother's death. Oh, that's fine. I mean, technically, the if you think about it, the Avengers, yeah, they don't really kill people. Is revenge for yourself, but avenging is for others? That sounds right, okay. I guess. But you're still doing the avenging for yourself in a way. Kind of, right? Like, it's what you think is right for whosever's yeah. sake. It's what you think is fail? What? So here's what just happened there. Okay. A long time ago, yes. I went to a show with my friend Colleen, uh -huh. and we saw this great band called Birds in Row. I believe mm -hmm. that's what they were called. They were so, so good. Mm -hmm. And I forget where they're from. I think France. And I went up to Did the you dude. go to France? No, no, no. They, oh, played, okay. they played in Boston. But I, or no, Worcester. They played in Worcester. Worcester. So I watched them play. They were unbelievable. So mm -hmm. they were selling their records, and I went over to ask how much they were. And I asked the guy how much they were, and he said, uh, it's what you think is fair. And I don't, <laughs> you just, I was just, just like, so I just, whatever. And yeah. I only had like five bucks. So I did the weird thing where I didn't buy anything because I felt like that wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. Like I, their records should definitely have cost more than $5. Uh, but for like a year and a half, anytime Colleen asked me a question, I would be like, eh, it's what you think is fair. Uh, so that's what just happened in my Those brain. Those poor guys made fun of them. Uh, well, they just had an accent. Yeah. They're so good though. Listen to Birds in a Row. I wonder if they're still a band. Anyways, how here's long ago the thing. was this? That was had to be five minimum, five years ago. Wow. Is what you think is fair? And it just stuck with you. It stuck with me. That's it was the way he said it. And yeah. I didn't think about how they would have an accent because mm -hmm. I hadn't spoken to any of them. Right. Yet. But then but I It's did funny, know they with were singing, you don't necessarily hear accents. You really hear it. Yeah. And they're kind of a screamy band, mm -hmm. so it doesn't, you know. Yeah. And then he's just like, Whoa. Is what you think is fair? Yeah. Um <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's a really interesting question because sometimes I feel like maybe there are things you do in, you might do like in mourning and it's like a step towards getting over it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But it could also sometimes be just hanging on to something. Right. And the reason my mind went to revenge is because like I, there is one movie in particular that the revenge plot felt so unfulfilling at the end of the movie. And I was like, man, he spent all that time killing all these people and it didn't fix anything. Mm -hmm. His life is still a disaster at the end of the movie. Isn't that always like revenge movies? But that... sometimes it feels more satisfying. True, because you don't see the aftermath. You see yeah. them like kill the guy and he's like, now my life begins anew. And then there's the sunrise. Yeah, or they're, yeah, or mm -hmm. they and maybe that's how the, the movie like portrayed it or whatever. It mm -hmm. was Max Payne. You've seen the Max Payne movie, right? Uh, I played the game. So, I mean, it's not really a spoiler because right. it's just Max Payne killing everybody. That's the that's Max Payne yeah. everything. Max Payne is John Wick, mm -hmm. like before 15 John. years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for some reason at the end of that movie, it's literally like the final gunshot. And then I think the, it's just like a pull out camera shot and mm -hmm. he's on like the roof of a building but there's not a lot of like satisfaction. It's just like the credits roll, and you're like, all right, well, he killed everybody, I guess. <laughs> it's like that's it. It was the and last guy. And I was guy. like, man, sometimes revenge is just like the that's some characters feel like that's all they have left, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. 
That is, I mean, that actually fits very well with Max Payne because his story is yes, always that's tragic. That's true. That's true. Um, and yeah, no, that fits well with it. That's cool that they ended it that way. Yeah. I think, but I, but yeah. I see what you mean. Like it's it, it shows like there was no point. Like why do you do all that? For... It just felt that way with that movie in particular. Because mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, I've seen other revenge movies, and at the end, you're like, ah, good, they got him. Like <laughs> you know dead. what I mean? Like this. yeah, yeah. But uh, but is doing something in the name of. I, it might depend on what the thing is, too. Okay. Because revenge is very different than accomplishing someone that someone died before they finished kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know how, like, uh, like I don't know, say I ran some kind of charity, mm-hmm. and then I had, like, a certain goal I tried to meet, but then someone assassinates me because the cause is so great. That's, and then <laughs> that's you what happens. are like, Poor I Ronald need to McDonald. meet the goal. Right. Because he didn't meet it. Mm-hmm. That's like carrying on a legacy kind of thing. Right. So in that way, because once that's over... That that is me accomplishing something and ending it as well. Yeah. In that regard. Like I wouldn't need to do anything else because I did your final wish. Sure. Yeah. And you're kind of honoring something. Mm-hmm. So there's a way of like honoring someone rather than like dr- I don't know what else. What's the what's the scenario that you had in your mind that was like, is it really getting over someone or is it like like if someone like hmm or you using it as an excuse to like like when someone says, you know, that's what that's what Bob would do, you know, that's what they would have wanted, right? And like then that. and then my thought was like, okay, if that's what they would have wanted, are you moving on? Are you doing this for yourself, or are you doing it because that's what they would have wanted? Right. Um, but it it doesn't have to be, you know, mutually exclusive. I guess. Right. It's like, so is it is it just like a piece of them that you're like clinging to, mm-hmm. and you're not really moving on? I guess that would be interesting if you're like stuck in a. Like, yeah, I do this thing because this is what they would have wanted. Right, like a job. Let's say, like, you... Uh, for instance, we have the uh, ice cream business. Yeah, yeah. And we would do the ice cream business to in the name of mom, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not necessarily what we want to do, even though it's great and everything. Right. It just might not be... Uh, that's... Uh, it's, once again, that was just a random scenario. But yeah, our mom's also, not dead. No, no. Um, but there's... <laughs> so, so there's, like, a slave to the sentiment mm-hmm. rather than moving on with your own life. Right. Right, interesting. So, but I, I, yeah, I see where you're coming from, though. It does really depend on the context because, in certain scenarios, like you said, the charity, yeah, that could be viewed as me just like finishing your last thing, your legacy, whatever, and then I move on with my life after that. Like sure. that's that's the goal I need to hit to move on. Yeah, or like in the in the in the movie scenario, like if we're just gonna make up a story, I feel mm-hmm. like the type of stories where, say, like there's two characters, character A really wants to climb this mountain and character B is like reluctant about it, but they're best friends. So they try to do it together mm-hmm. and character A dies before they get to climb like the mountain. They re- have always oh, talked about climbing. I'm sad here. This so movie. the movie is character B mm-hmm. doing this thing reluctantly, but for the sake of like to honor their dead friend kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's emotional. And I'm crying. Yeah, it's it's sad. Because they obviously get to the peak at the end. Right, of course. And the final shot is a spinning drone shot of them on the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. With some mind music playing Yelling in the some kind of like inside joke that they had with their friend. <laughs> That's what he would end the movie on? Yeah. That, would be, that could be funny. But it just like depends. a sweet, lighthearted, yeah. like... They used to say, you suck. <laughs> so they make top. it, and there's someone like, you suck! And it's a spinning I can shot. visualize that pretty you know, well, actually. I feel like that's a thing that someone might do. Yeah. In a movie. In just a movie at some point. I want to see this movie. What do you call it? 
Greatest heights. <laughs> greatest heights. We are achieving the greatest heights. Achieving great heights. That's good. With Marlon Brando. <laughs> okay. I don't know. He, that's a movie, all that's right. That's a movie, all <laughs> that, right. That, that's a movie. Hey, yeah, that's a movie. So to finalize the yeah, situation. Let's wrap it up. You're saying. I am. Depending on the context. Yes. It can and cannot be for yourself and not for you. Right. There is the possibility of you being a slave to sentiment and mm-hmm. not moving on with your own life, which is probably what Hamzah would have wanted. Mm-hmm. But there's also the possibility that there's a thing that you can do and accomplish in honor of Hamzah. Uh huh. Okay. Rest in peace, Hamzah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I think it's selfish. No matter what you do. Regardless. Regardless. I don't care what kind of charity it is. You got to just move on with your life. Move on. That was their life, and that's, you got to close the door. The charity dies with them. Right. Lock the doors. Mm-hmm. Kick out the orphans. Any money in there, just burn it. It's burn over. It. He didn't make don't, all the money, so there's no, no point. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Kick out the orphans. That's <laughs> what are they, swimming with the money? <laughs> like, it's a charity. What are you kicking the orphans out of? Whatever... I don't know. Maybe they had an orphanage. Have you ever been to an orphanage? I haven't. No, have you? No. I want to, though. Why? What are you going to do there? I don't know. Either feel really bad and adopt them all or become one. Yeah. That would be wild. Dude. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Picture this. That's a lot of kids. So we have just... What if you could afford to just, like, take all of the kids out of an orphanage? Oh, I've heard this before. And then you bring them to a barn and just let them all run free. (laughs) Isn't that... Little different. Oh, okay. What is that? what? That's <laughs> that's the dog scenario. That's you get a farm and adopt all oh, the dogs. I didn't know that was a dog scenario. That's, yeah. that's that's what people say. I would go to the the pet. Oh, sure. Place. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole point. It was the joke, and yeah. I had to explain no, it, it and good. it's dead. No. Anyways, what was your idea? Adopt it, the kids. I guess it's similar, but right. you can afford like a massive property. Oh yeah, and then you let them all run free. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess it's the same thing. <laughs> Just bring them to a different location. Oh, make sure to feed them twice a day. The thing that would suck is you, how do you, can you give, if you have enough money, I mm-hmm. guess, and you could spend your time, right, because you have to give them attention. You have to give them love and right. a real family. How many kids is too much? That's a great question. Like, I would say 24 is the limit. One every hour. 24 is the limit. So you don't sleep in this scenario. I guess not. Are you a single parent? I'm twice the parent because I'm twi- rich. Double the parent. Yeah. Right. So it's you and your money. Yes. <laughs> raising 24 kids maximum. <laughs> That's the most I could do. That's it. At least 20... you got to know your limits. Right. It's every then kid. If there's and more than that. I could be smart though and right. like handle 3 kids at 1 hour. But if you if you raise and then some of them hit a certain age they can help raise their 20 brothers oh, and sisters. So I adopt older kids. I adopt like four older kids. Yeah. Like 16. 16-ish. Right. And then they help me raise And the then they're kids. immediately raising kids. <laughs> the other kids. <laughs> I this think scenario's we have, gotten We more, might have to put some more thought in it. <laughs> we'll come back next week with more orphans yeah, to save. More info. Yeah, yeah. I thought you yeah, said, yeah. <laughs> said yum for a second. Yum. More or- orphans. Yum. No, I <laughs> You ever have orphan soup? No. It's ooh. like turtle soup. This is getting weird. Let's get out of... It's not made out of orphans, Let's though. get out of... What is it? Find out next week. Is that a real thing? Orphan soup? Yeah. Yeah, it's called porridge. Oh. 
Do you have TV? Uh, oh, do I? Hold on. Let me You're check. You're supposed to know. Am I supposed to know? Yes. I was thinking about the stupid question. I think I made my mic. I do have TV. Noise. All right. We're going to TV. Okay. Television. All right. Television. Tevelision. Am I going? For, do you have anything in Tevelision? Uh, the only thing I'll say is um, I've been watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, Amazon Prime, and I, I know I've mentioned it briefly before. We, I am a season and a half in. There are three seasons. Mm-hmm. It's just one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. That's wow. It is so unique and mm-hmm. so good, and mm-hmm. every episode is so satisfying. Like the story is super. Um. Well threaded, like throughout the entire show, there is this, there, there's just, uh, there's like almost nothing. I, I just, I went in so blind. Mm-hmm. Other than it's about uh, Midge Maisel, who is this, uh, she's a comedian in the fifties, and it's all uh, dealing with her being a woman and the struggles that she has getting into t- entertainment, specifically in comedy, and all these expectations people have of her. Meanwhile, she's going through crazy uh relational turmoil um and her uh her living uh with her parents and all all this all this stuff that's going on around her and every single character is gold there's not a single character that when they're on screen I'm like uh except <gasps> there was one that bothered me a lot throughout the first season that's not good um but it was interesting because I talked to Rachel about it and she had a completely different read on this character. Uh, but in the second season, they do something really, really cool with the character and um, it sheds some light on where they're coming from and, and why, at least for me, I, I, I read them as completely different than they really are. Okay. And so it's just, it's really cool seeing things unfold in the second season because so much happens in the first season um, with her having uh, trouble in her marriage and then becoming like finding out that comedy is a thing that she wants to do. And there's also some uh, historical figures in it. Um, Oh my gosh, what's his name? There's a comedian in the show that was, is a real comedian. Um, Is he playing? Well, I assume he's not playing himself because he would be. uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, he, yeah. um, uh, Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce is his name. Never heard of him. I just want everybody to know that I didn't look that up. He pulled up his phone. I did. But didn't. I unlocked it, but I, nothing is... Lenny Bruce, mm-hmm. he was a real comedian. It's funny because you can look him up and hear the audio like from his old recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything about the show is really cool. The 50s were a really cool time. Um, and seeing, um, seeing her struggle as a comedian at that time is really cool. And she's so good and so funny and witty. And the, the writing's great. Um, every scene, regardless of the... I guess the the mood of it, like mm-hmm. whether it's people arguing or whatever it might be, there's uh, an element of comedy to like every single scene. Is it? It's not a sitcom, right? It's not. No, okay. it's it's a drama for sure. <laughs> okay, but it's a comedy, a hundred percent a comedy. Yeah, I guess that's the difference. I wouldn't call it a sitcom. I would mm-hmm. call it a comedy. Like New Girl is considered it's a sitcom. A sitcom. Yeah. So it's different from New Girl. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was just trying uh, to just figure in the out. way that it's it's shot and the... it, does it feel more like an HBO quality show like. Um, well, what is it? Is it a original? It's, yeah, it's a prime original. Prime original. Yeah. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> it, yeah, it it's it feels more cinematic in that it's um, it's definitely a drama. Okay. Because the, a lot of what happens in the show is is very you know there's some heart wrenching moments. There's a lot of uh, family uh, drama and um, 
but it is a comedy throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 bigger. It feels more in depth than a sitcom, I guess. There are a lot of overarching themes and stories that are very ongoing. Things don't get wrapped up within an episode. Oh, awesome. So, um, which is hard sometimes with comedies because they will kind of jump around with like, what's the gag of the week that they need to go with? Yes, and stuff. exactly. So, but saying it's more of a drama, but with a lot of comedy, like, thrown onto it is is cool because yeah you know usually with dramas they have some comedy sprinkled in but if comedy is the focus obviously it's got to be funny it totally is yeah and it's and sometimes it's really subtle sometimes it's just in the way a character responds to things Mm -hmm. um and they it's just it it really you get deeply invested in the characters pretty quickly Mm -hmm. um and every there hasn't been an episode i've seen yet in one and a half seasons where I've been like, eh, that one was all right. It's just like hit tons of laughs. Hit. It's super fast paced mm-hmm. too, oh, I love um, that. because the way that they all talk is really quick. Everybody has like some wit to them, mm-hmm. um, but the characters. There's a lot of a lot of attention given to each character, and um, I'm stoked that I still have a season and a half to go because it's really intense how much happens in the first season. Like it ends, and you're like, whoa, that was only one season of the show, mm-hmm. and I think they're eight episodes. Oh, okay, so um, shorter. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's great. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, can't recommend it enough. See, Amazon does have those hidden gems, which a lot of people don't go and watch. Yeah. But, I mean, what else? You watch Jack... Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. I was going to say Reacher again. Dude, I'm telling you, Prime for a while was... I felt like they were just trying to be like a Netflix, Mm -hmm. but they wouldn't catch up. I think their originals now are like... Top notch, I, yeah. And and the ones that I I haven't even watched yet, but like I've heard amazing things about the boys. That's um, I'm gonna watch that one. Next. There's that animated one um, that I, I can't remember what it's called, but I think you and I were talking about it recently with uh, the girl from Alita. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't remember the. Name I don't either. It. It's in my mm-hmm. my Your watch queue, list or yeah. whatever. Uh, but there's the uh, Good Omens that came out mm-hmm. um, that based on the Neil Gaiman book. So yep. there's a lot Costume of good quest. stuff on there. I Costume think, Quest is it an original? I on think that? it is. Oh! Yeah, yeah, Costume Quest was great. Mm-hmm. So I, I really, uh, honestly, I'm not exaggerating when I say Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. That's um, a crazy statement. It is, uh, but <clears throat> it's like, it's just there's so much good about it. the The character relationships are done so well, mm-hmm. and the the humor, it makes you feel something every scene. Mm-hmm. Like, and some of the the performances are just like, everybody's great. Everybody's so great. I love when that everything yeah. works together, you know. It's really, really good, and it being the focus on uh, stand-up comedy is really cool too, mm-hmm. um, it, because they really focus a lot on what it's like to try to prepare a set. Go, go to one of the most recent episodes I watched. She goes to this show, and she keeps getting pushed back later and later slots because these different. Um, male comics show up and they have like tenure at the place. So the booker keeps putting them on before her. Mm -hmm. So they really show like all these struggles of not only, um, you know, being an artist and upcoming and trying to make your way into this scene, but her being a woman in the fifties at uh, like on top of all that and some of the stereotypes she has to deal with. Yeah. It's just, it just makes for such good storytelling. And and that stuff is probably even true today. I bet there are are some women who are, you know, who try to go into comedy clubs and the same exact thing happens. So it's kind of cool. It's, I don't want to say cool, but it's interesting how relatable it can still be today. Yeah, absolutely. And in different ways. And I think, you know, women face those struggles in entertainment regardless. Mm -hmm. And it's di- it might be different now, but definitely I agree. I think it still happens for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really really good. Cool. I'll have to check it out. You um, will. What? 
You say so I you will. will. I will. You will have no... to check it out. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like I have to, no matter what. No. I, I mean, you I should. I should. Yeah, I do want to watch it. But I'm done talking. What do you got? I got. So <clears throat> the other day, I was just watching YouTube. Nice. Chilling. Nice. And I was like, oh, this is good. La, 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 la. Yeah. And then uh, an ad comes up, and it's 43 minutes long. And I'm like, what? What? I've never seen an ad that long in my life. So I watch. I, I'm interested, at the very least, to see why it's so long. Because yeah. uh, before then, I've probably I've seen what? like a 14-minute, a 15-minute ad, and I'm like, that's kind of long, but whatever. And sometimes, very rarely, I'll leave the ad on as I'm doing stuff because yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes I have YouTube on the background and the ad is the same as noise as anything else. So. Sure, yeah. But I saw it was 43 minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna watch like the first minute and just see what the heck this is. Yeah. So what it was is NBC paid for an entire episode of a show to be an ad on YouTube. Are you kidding me? And so the the one of the guys in the show, uh, his name's right here. It's... Uh, Skyler Aston, Austin, Aston, okay. Aston, um, and he's like, "Wait, don't move! Like, don't skip this ad. Here's the full premiere episode of a show called uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist." Oh, dude! So, did you watch the whole thing? I got sucked right in and watched the whole episode. <laughs> no way, dude! That's I was like, so funny. they just made like twenty dollars off of me watching this forty-minute <laughs> ad. I'm so mad, but uh, it was just so it was How good weird. Is it? It was surprisingly good. Okay, because I've I've been wanting to watch the show. Mm-hmm. I've seen the trailer for it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a lot of promoting for it, a lot of promotion and stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, what initially caught me right off the bat is it starts off with the main character, Zoe. She's laying in bed, and then, um, oh, what song? Jitterbug starts playing. Okay. Jitterbug. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it just for a minute to see what it's just like. Just for Jitterbug, dude. Um, and yeah, throughout the whole episode, they nailed a really good playlist of songs. You hear some Beatles, you hear, um, that's all I remember right now is Beatles, but you yeah. hear some good songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you guys know how I am with music, so I apologize for not naming very very obvious songs that everyone knows. That I mean, you I watched one episode. One episode, but they're popular songs. I know the songs, but... I'm trying to get you out of this, too. Uh, it's, I, no, I dug myself <laughs> in this hole. It's a, If it's about music, I'll die with it. Um, but anyways, the music is catchy, so I got caught into it but the main premise of this show is zoe she is in this kind of freak accident and her whole life becomes a musical yeah and she is not music she doesn't like music she her job is a coder at a app at a computer tech company okay and she's just very like doesn't like music kind of similar similar to me in a way yeah not that i don't like music but i just like indifferent and that's how she is but then all throughout the whole episode all these characters are breaking out into musical numbers and she's like walking around like get out of here i don't want she's hearing them perform these yes and it's uh the the key is it's only in their head She's hearing what they're feeling on the inside. Oh, it's like a power. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. like uh, there's this one guy that she's like kind of interested in. She's like talking to him and stuff. And she finds him singing Mad World, which if you know that song, it's oh, super yeah, sad. Like the yeah. Gears of War trailer. Yeah. So she's like, oh, man, he must be hurting real bad. So like that becomes the focus of the episode because she has to she has to find a way to talk to him, but not be like, hey, I know how you're really feeling. Right, right. So uh, it just sets up a really cool synopsis scenarios where she could like talk to these people and learn how they're feeling and sneak around that but um it was super i was surprised at how emotional it was mm. too because there were a lot of moments that i was like oh my heart yeah <laughs> why why do you do this to me like <laughs> so her dad is suffering um from this uh what was it it's your brain disease they had a word for it uh but i can't think of it anyways a okay. brain disease where it's basically like he had a stroke he can't talk he just but he's still there he's like a vegetable okay almost. Yeah, yeah um but due to her new powers she can 
Whoa. communicate with. She can't talk to him, but he can show, he can like sing these songs to her. Yeah. Um, and there's just a lot of good moments that I'm like, man, with such a unique idea, uh, you can set up a lot of cool scenarios like that. Like her having right. the ability to talk to her dad when nobody else can. And, um, but yeah, it's just overall was very interesting. It was very fascinating. That's super cool. Um, that they, that it's almost like a superhero show in a way. She has these powers that she does. Obviously, she's not like fighting crime or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but she's just using these powers to hopefully help people. I don't know where the rest of the series is going from this point. but Was um, it funny? It was funny, yeah. Yep. It, I think it had some good humor. It was definitely more of like a modern TV show. You know, it was like hip and she works at a computer company. So there's yeah. a, lot of, a lot of tech lingo and stuff like that. But um, yeah, overall, I mean, the musical numbers were nice. There was a lot of dancing it, and it feels like every episode is going to be a mini musical. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I look forward to that because I like musicals. Yeah, so, um, so that's cool. And yeah, it was just, I was just really surprised at how this random 43 minute ad caught my attention yeah um i've never that was such interesting marketing i've mm-hmm. never heard of that i i can't believe i sat and watched the whole episode no commercials or anything you know it's like here's the first episode check it out and what were you watching on youtube it was just like a video game i think i was watching a speed run on just some random wow game. yeah so there was nothing targeted towards me it definitely had nothing to do with the video um yeah, that is wild. It's, hey, it worked. It really worked. It worked. It ad, and I sat and watched it, and uh, I'm interested. I don't know. I don't think there's any more episodes out just yet. So I believe that's streaming on the NBC app too. Uh right. Because your episode, you so uh, they said at the beginning you can go to the NBC app and watch the okay. episode. So they have the episode free. They yeah. want people to watch it, but to stick it on an ad on a YouTube video, that is. It's smart. It is smart, smart, dude. That's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, because I've seen the ads for it because I've been watching Whitney on the NBC app still, Mm -hmm. and the ad for that pops up like every other commercial. Yeah, it seems like they really wanted to do well because, I mean, I assume those Beatles songs aren't very cheap. Yeah, no joke, dude. (laughs) (laughs) No joke. To have a whole, like, you know, three, four, five-minute musical piece. Well, Glee's been over for how long now? I've never watched Glee. Me neither. I'm just saying people who did probably need another musical show. Right, exactly. You know? Mm -hmm. I've heard great things about it, but I never watched Mm -hmm. it. That's cool, man. I'm glad you saw it because I've been curious. I I want to say I saw the ad like New Year's Eve or something. It seems like that like type of thing. It's like the new comedy of 2020. Yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of promoting it like that. But I cool. I'd suggest watching it. Like it's it's cool for someone who like it's more towards. How do I explain it? It's like more of a tech geeky side, okay. you know, because of that computer stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah. more of just like, so it, it applies to me and I guess us in general, just because we're more of the nerdy spectrum. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, the, the main character, her name, her actress name, her real name, her real name, uh, her actress name, <laughs> uh, Jane Levy. She does a great job of just like, uh, reacting to these people singing because at first yeah. she hates it and then she doesn't really like it by the end of the episode, but she's like, all right, I'm stuck with this. This is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she just, just does a great job of being like kind of quirky and uh, just a cool character. That's so. awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I, I got to check that out for sure. Um, did you, since we're in TV, yeah. you know how uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths just happened yes. with the CW? Yep. Did you see the big like reveal that I, happened? I, yes, Okay. I did. I did too and I haven't watched it. Yeah. No, I actually, I, I'm so bad. I looked up a list of all the cameos. Okay, so I didn't see the whole list, but mm-hmm. the big one they talked about is Flash. Yes. I don't feel, I don't mind talking about it because it's all over. If you follow you anybody who's involved in the CW universe, um, they're all just posting about it. Right. So, But just in case, spoilers, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Infinite Earths, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. And um, um, yeah, we're just going to spoil a 
cameo. I have a, another one I want to talk about, but okay, yeah. I mean the um, oh, there was one other one I think that I found out about too. But the big one, uh, one of the big ones was Ezra Miller, yes. showing up from the DCU. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first film to TV crossover. I yes. think there's been linking the two universes. So mm-hmm. that was a pretty big, huge, yeah. Um, pretty and big it, thing for them to do in the show. It's cool because it's confirmation that he's still going to be the Flash. Mm, like, yeah, because yeah. his movie's been up in the air for years. Right. They keep like rewriting it and stuff. So, um, and I was, I mean, I think he's cool as the Flash. I would still like Grant Gustin, of course. Yeah, Gustin's the man. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. But um, yeah, so it was really cool to see that because it means they're all in a shared universe. Yeah. Um, but the other thing, the other uh, cameo, which it's not a big one, but it's basically uh, it, Titans. They had the Titans in there. They did. Yeah. Which was initially, well, we talked about it on the podcast. I corrected myself. Now I'm recorrecting myself because they were in it. No way. Yeah. So that's that. That's insane. That's, <laughs> yeah. So that's all I'm going to spoil for you and everybody else. But um, yeah, they had not all of them. They had just Robin and I forgot who else, but. But it linked them. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did Brandon Routh play Superman? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty great. Yeah. So um, yeah, some of the cameos, the list is really cool. Like, it's it's tough because I don't even know where I'm at in each season. Um, yeah, I but don't know. I, I you could probably just watch it standalone, like watch all the episodes on that one. But yeah, I wanted to catch up on. I wanted to finish Arrow because mm-hmm. I was close to done, mm-hmm. um, and catch up on Flash because I love Flash anyway. I know but. I'm sad I, I'm not watching them as regularly as I used to. Yeah, um, same. Just kind of happens, really. Yeah, but. it happens. But uh, yeah, it looks like it's like the best crossover, and it's weird. Where are they going to go? It, it's kind of like the Avengers feel. Like where are yeah, they going to go after this? Because th- there's a lot of things that happen to the whole universe in general. So well, some things are ending too. Like right. Arrow's done now, mm-hmm. and so I'm wondering if they're they're. I don't know. I wonder if any of the other shows are near the end, and they're going to like focus more stuff on the DC app or stuff like that. Oh, true. You they know? could. Um, yeah, bring all that stuff over. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think uh, CW will want to let go of any of that because they have right now Batgirl, Flash, Legends, That's Black true. Lightning. Is Batgirl its own show? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. I've never even seen an episode. Yep, Supergirl. Yeah, Supergirl's still going. Um, and now there's a new Superman and Lois spinoff show. Really? Which the Superman and Lois from Supergirl. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. I know. Weird. 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 But um, yeah, it looks cool. I uh, I got to catch up on everything ever. Yeah. But... Talk about that at some point in the distant future (laughs) um i don't think i have anything else in tv do you i believe that is it for me too i'll save yeah i have something else but i'll save it for next week cool uh i gotta go into movies yep movies Ooh, ooh, let's go to the movies okay so real quick in movies i i was watching a new hope today Okay. Um, well, you were watching it with the kids last week, right? Yeah, but I didn't finish it because mm-hmm. Jazz lost interest immediately. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I have been going through this Star Wars thing mm-hmm. and like mostly uh, just playing Republic Commando. Um, is that what it's called? Yeah. Republic Commando. Star yeah. Wars Republic. Um, and then I saw you beat that, right? Yes. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Dude. It is. It, I like it, it a lot. It, yeah, it holds up uh, pretty well for the most part. But when we talk about it, I'll tell you my, yeah. some, a few of my gripes. But. Okay, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was watching it today. Um, it's really good. Uh-huh. I so w- all I want to talk about Harrison Ford is so good in that movie. He's so good. <laughs> like I know, yeah. like I know, we know, but, but it, that that's the Harrison Ford everybody knows dude, and loves. He's the man. He's <laughs> so good. I was laughing so hard. I was watching it today, and um, just the scene where um Luke is going to get Leia, mm-hmm. and he's at like the control panel, and he's talking with the guy back and forth, and he was like, "Everything's fine." It's like. Uh, 
it's fine. And then at the end, he uh, at the end of that conversation, the the guy's like, "No, I'm sending a squad up right now or whatever." And then he shoots it. Yeah. And then he's like, "That was a boring conversation anyway." Look, we're gonna have company. <laughs> like he's immediately like yelling. He's just so good in he's it. He's so casual and he's so what I imagine if a normal guy was thrown in that situation. Yeah, he's exactly. Like his dialogue is just so like ah whatever. Like yeah. I'm here, might as well go with it. Yeah. And so I don't know if I've tricked myself into something here, but mm-hmm. I'm feeling way more excited about watching through all the movies than I was last time I did it. Dude, take it. Take that, know, take that yeah. excitement and run. Take it and run. Because it's, yeah, those movies are so exciting for so many reasons. Yeah. They they are certainly, because they're so much older, it's a, you know, it's a little harder to watch nowadays. Um, but not by much. Not really. I mean, I'm I'm really But I enjoying... like kids, you know, how jazz can't do yes, it. Yes, jazz you know? really couldn't do it. So that's why I've been mm-hmm. kind of watching it on my own. That's why I didn't finish it the other day. Yeah. But tonight I'll probably go home, finish that, and then start, uh, what's next, Empire? Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah. So I'll watch Empire next and then... What's the third one called? Jedi Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, there's so many names I can't. I know, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's funny, man. I don't I, know. I'm, I was... I'm super glad you're getting excited about it. Yeah, I was of... like stoked about it watching mm-hmm. it today. I, I don't know what it what it was because um, like we talked about, I have watched through them all before. Mm-hmm. And, and I, recently too. I mean Force recently. Awakens came out, you know, that's when Yeah, you're... exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That was all. I was just like, man, Harrison Ford freaking kills it <laughs> just in this. So like, good, yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other two things I want to talk about real quick. Uh, we got a Black Widow trailer. Yes. Um, what are your thoughts on it? So I put it in the list because I feel like it's too late. For you feel Black, like it's too late? Too late for a Black Widow movie. Here's, to me, it feels a little bit refreshing because mm-hmm. it feels removed from everything. Yeah, I guess it is its own story. I d- it is connected. I know, but it's I not know. like a continuation. Yeah, of- it feels it feels a little separate than you know. It's not an Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, of course we'll get other characters. Um, uh, the villain. Uh, Did you catch who it is? No, I don't know if a lot of people recognized him. Uh, no, I read about it though. It's uh, Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you see him right at the end of the trailer, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Is this like Cap?" and it's it's so I wonder how many uh, for those of you that don't know Taskmaster traditionally steals the abilities or the, the yeah. move sets of other characters. Yeah, um, he's kind of like a chameleon in a way. So so when they reveal like the skull mask, at yeah, the end, that's why that's it's Taskmaster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I guess I uh, I haven't seen this, but uh, my friend Eric, I think it was. A, Eric, I think it was you. Um, <laughs> told me there was this YouTube video. Um, someone spliced Cap. Um, some moves that Cap's doing in one of the movies mm-hmm. next to the trailer, mm-hmm. and they're exactly the same. Oh, yeah, which is like so cool. Yeah, um, he usually takes Captain America's moves. I think. I think that's a big one that mm-hmm. he mimics, but there there are others. Oh too. yeah, whoever like, he's fighting, he's like, guess what? I got this move. Yeah, so I think that's really cool because mm-hmm. um, he's been talked about joining the MCU for a long time. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that, so that's the thing. I see what you're saying. It, it might feel a little late, and like we got Endgame, so now we're going. It feels like it might. It's, I think it's cool, and I'm glad she finally gets her own movie. Yes, yeah, yeah. But it's just, I just feel like it's a little, just a little too late. I, I, it would have fit better, like as an in between to Infinity War and Endgame. And so, is this technically, like, what phase are we in? This is part of so phase. Well, five, right? Five? Because four? No. Well, well, we base it on, oh, right, because Infinity War and Endgame are part of the same phase. So phase four. So we're in four now. Right. Because Spider-Man Far From Home is after. So we're in phase four. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because I think that's the start of the new phase. Yes. And we haven't had a Marvel movie since? 
I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, if I recall, they were taking a little break to like get things in order and stuff. Yeah, we haven't had one. <laughs> or okay. if we did, I apologize. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so I, I, I think the trailer is exciting. I mean, it, she's yeah. awesome, mm-hmm. and I like from the first time we met Black Widow in what is it, Iron Man Two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, she's always been great, and so I'm excited to see a lot of the like hand to hand combat. Mm-hmm. I'm really holding out for some good action. Yeah, scenes. if they have the same choreography similar to um, Winter Soldier, yes, exactly. That's all exactly. I'm looking for, man. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. The other one that came out, did you see the Morbius trailer? Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer. I saw uh, screenshots from it. Okay. Well, um, did you see like the Spider-Man the big things that yeah. are in it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, this conversation has been raging at work. We're trying to figure out like what's going on here because, um, if you haven't seen the Morbius trailer, if mm-hmm. you don't know who Morbius is, um, he's a Marvel character. So it's a Sony movie and takes place in the Spider-Man universe. Mm-hmm. And many things in the trailer point to it being linked to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, which ultimately also links Venom to the MCU. Um, and yeah, make that face, Tim. Why? Because I know who shows up at the end of the trailer. Yeah. Um, so I think at least this is the speculation mm-hmm. is that if this movie is linked to the MCU, that they're building something with the Ven- with Venom being attached to the MCU as well because how they is, just own Spider-Man. How is Venom connected to Morbius? Morbius? Yeah. He hasn't been yet. But, but they're saying it's going to The discussion happen. is that they're like building something towards either Sinister Six mm-hmm. or Maximum Carnage because Morbius is in you the You haven't maximum. seen Venom yet? I haven't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but okay. I know. Okay. I know what's implied <laughs> at the okay. end. Because um, literally, I was like, uh, who's talking about doing Carnage? And my friend was like, have you seen Venom yet? Uh, okay. <laughs> there we go. All right, guys. Um, so. Yeah, because they're doing a sequel to Venom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really interesting because. I know Sony, I feel like Sony is kind of, I don't know if they're just majorly capitalizing, but the beginning of the trailer is from the, from the studio or from the people that we had this conversation from the studio that brought you Spider-Man homecoming, Mm -hmm. Spider-Man far from home and Venom. Yeah. And then it shows the Morbius trailer, Mm -hmm. which looks, I don't know it to me, the trailer looks like the same quality that, or the same uh, type of film, the same vibe as Venom. Okay, which I, that, haven't, I haven't seen yet. That makes sense. Um, but Jared Leto, uh, yeah. Morbius is a vampire character, so I'm amped. So is he a vampire, like a full fledged vampire, or is he like an alien that has vampire powers so or something? He is a doctor. He's mm-hmm. similar to the Doc Ock story, okay. where he's a doctor working on something to. to desperately to sort of save himself mm-hmm. and it ends up um it, it, this is all in the trailer but it ends up that the sort of cure that he finds for himself involves bats and their blood and mm-hmm. some other sort of concoction and it ends up giving him this like transformation and um it solves the problem of him dying mm-hmm. but he now has this unquenchable thirst for blood and these bat-like tendencies okay yeah because that's that's a cool villain and i i'm curious because blade's connected to the so right all i want uh-huh. <laughs> is a movie with blade and morbius in it um oh, that's so cool but what's crazy is and and i also forgot about uh blade i haven't thought about it since mm-hmm. they announced it but mahershala ali 
being Blade is, dude, I'm losing my mind thinking about that. But I always have Wesley Snipes in my brain. I know, I know, I, I know. It's, it's sad, but he, I mean, he's a great actor, so I know so he'll good, kill yeah. it. Um, but it's funny because Blade was initially, I believe, removed. Like it's, yes, they're like it's kind of, but not really part of the MCU. Like, right. so if Morbius is like kind of not really part of the MCU as well, and, and that's the thing is like. So there's there's a few there's a few oddities about it. So and we um, and uh, not we, but Marvel owns Blade now, right? Yes, because it's that is one hundred percent a because it was like Ghost Rider, Blade. There was like a few that they just were they got yes. rid of, but I think they got them back. They have Blade now, because mm-hmm. yeah, because Blade is one hundred percent an MCU. Feige was there when the, when Mahershala Ali came out and was okay. wearing the Blade hat, so mm-hmm. that was like. Yeah, so that's MCU. They own that. Yeah, um, and Ghost Rider must be MCU because he was in Agents of Shield, um, right? I think that's anyways. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I'm not caught up on Shield either. Uh, but a couple, so a couple spoilers for the Morbius trailer. Mm-hmm. If you're the type that avoids trailers, but the the few things that link it to the MCU. One, there's a Spider-Man poster on a wall with mm-hmm. the word "murderer" spray painted across it. Right. But mm-hmm. it's not. A uh, MCU Spider-Man suit. It's a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man suit. Oh, so that's kind of weird. But then at the very end, the biggest thing is you see Michael Keaton's. Uh, oh, I forget the guy's actual name, the character's name, but Vulture. Vulture. Um, but oh. what's his name? I forget. But you John. act. You see him, and it's right at the end, right after the. Uh, is it confirmation it's Vulture, or is he just happening to play someone else? Uh. I mean, that would be quite the uh, bait and switch if they did that. Um, Um, But these are all the things. It opens up. It says the studio that brought you, mm -hmm. you know, listing the MCU Spider-Man movies right next to Venom. Yeah. And then having the Morbius trailer and then showing like. It is so weird. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what's what's, Uh, Adrian Toomes. Toomes. That was. Yeah, that was the name. I couldn't remember. Oh, so Michael Keaton. Um, so Vulture implies Sinister Six. I yes. don't remember if Morbius is one of the original Sinister Six. I don't think so, because if we're doing original, I believe it's Doc Ock, yep. um, Green Goblin, uh, Vulture, Scorpion, Elect- Rhino? Rhino and, and Electro. And Electro. Okay, yeah, I yeah. I think. That makes sense. Um, but there are so many variations yeah. that they could do whatever. But yeah, Morbius would just be interesting... Sinister Six, and, and that that does lend itself more to a maximum carnage if they're linking Venom, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. It's I don't know what's going on with it. Um, you got to see Venom because it, I will. Yeah, there because if it was going the maximum carnage route, that would be weird. Yeah, because of what happened to Venom. Okay, um, but you should. Venom is fine. It's it's not like yeah. MCU top quality, but it's totally not bad either like it's it's you and can sit through the whole thing that's and be like, that kinda, was fun that's kind of the vibe i got from this trailer for morbius um mm-hmm. it's it's cool because it's got that supernatural like monster element to it it, yeah. it looks pretty cool so um you know i'm excited about that i think uh when did it say i think it comes out like june july um but I don't know. So it's a really interesting time to like speculate who's involved in what and right, how did Sony get away the big, with the big fight over yeah. Spider-Man. But maybe that was all marketing. Maybe. And then I don't know. It's it's really Keaton being in it that's like, what are right. we, what's happening here? Yeah. You know? Because I mean, I'd be surprised if Spider-Man showed up in it. Um, yeah. Because uh, I don't know. It's just like, it doesn't seem like that type of movie where, doesn't. He, where he would. But. but maybe at the end, it could be a post-credit situation, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, 
but we'll see. Morbius is a really cool character. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love. I there's a specific Ghost Rider run that I read as a kid that it was Ghost Rider and Blade and Morbius showed up in it, and it was all the like darker Marvel characters, whatever. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Uh, you should watch the trailer. It's pretty mm-hmm. interesting. Um, but that's it. I just wanted to want to chat about yeah, that. Speculate. Speculate, mm-hmm. dude. You gotta speculate. Yeah. Um, I watched Underworld, 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 Underworld Evolution. Okay. Um, I don't know. You want to save it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I talked about Underworld last. So we give them a week off. Take a week off. You get some Underworld Evolution next week. <laughs> next I just week. remembered right now because we were talking about vampires yeah. and stuff like that. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Okay. Uh, next time on the Keep Up Podcast. So many, we always like allude <laughs> to things. Every I month. know. This is it. Stream of thought, baby. Because our, our structure is so weird because, uh, well, not weird, but we just like, we have a lot of things we want to talk about. Yeah. And so sometimes when we avoid talking about things, it's yeah. not. It's because we have other things we want to talk about Exactly. More. And there's, it's just. Such as video games nope oh <laughs> <laughs> oh i just destroyed my mic no well we can go into video games because it's not even worth wasting my time talking about grudge 2020 oh you saw the new grudge god I forgot. no tell me about it tell me about it it's garbage really it is such a poor attempt at cashing in on a on a no franchise so what's so bad about it tell it's, me i mean it's the biggest issue is there are multiple stories going on throughout the movie yeah. that are all not interesting. Really? They have... So basically, it's uh, it's the sequel to the original Grudge. It's a sequel. Th- that's what they're... A uh, sequel remake. A remake sequel. But there's a Grudge 2. Uh, yeah, throw it away. Throw it under the carpet. So there... So is this literally supposed to be a sequel to the first Grudge? Yes. To basically, the Grudge story. Okay. It just kind of in general. But yeah, it's, okay. it's And it's a very loose sequel because no one from the original is in it. And this is a remake anyways. Um, is it the same, like, different actors, same characters? No. So totally different this, people. But they said it's a sequel. Okay. Who, I don't know. Okay. George from accounting was like, it's a sequel, guys. <laughs> it's like, thanks, George. <laughs> thanks, George. Yeah, it's a sequel. It's whatever. Slap it on the market. He's like, these, like the director's, like... <laughs> Uh, nephew. <laughs> yeah, George, it's a sequel. Yeah. Okay, we got it. I don't know. We got to call when's it a your, sequel. When's your mom picking you up yeah. again? <laughs> <laughs> it took me way too long to uh, think of what a nephew was called. Sorry yeah. about that. No, it's fine. You could have said Grunkle. So what else, dude? So yeah, um, so this, the story starts off is the the little, the usual story is there is this, or I should say the original story, there's this nurse lady who comes in and is helping this lady who's sick and old and all this stuff. Very nice of her. And then there's the grudge curse. Yeah. Which is like, I'm not, I don't want to spoil the grudge because I think everyone should go see it. I know it's super old, but I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Anyways, it's a curse. Um, and this lady is like, I feel sketched out in this house, so I'm leaving. So she goes back to America. Peace. Peace, yeah. She goes back to America, goes to her house, uh, but the grudge curse is still on her. So uh, the whole house gets the grudge infection. <sighs> and so uh, you then follow a police officer who is new to town, and she just got over this horrific, sad thing about her... It's either her husband or her dad. They didn't really elaborate. Some important man in her family <laughs> that died. Because one guy said, how's the old man? And another guy, and like, why would she move if her dad died? I don't know. The, the story's garbage. This sounds rough. Yeah. Uh, um, but anyways, she like goes to the house because it's connected to this uh, this car crash. 
And okay. she's like, oh, we got to go to this house. But then her partner that she was assigned with, I'm going to call him. Francis. Ralph. Yeah, Francis Ra- Ralph. Yeah, Francis Ralph. He's like, oh, no, we don't go in there. That's bad place. And yeah. she's like, oh, I'm going in the bad place. And she goes in the bad place. And then she gets the grudge curse attached <sighs> to her. Ah. And then the- These are different people? So this is different. So there's the lady who escapes from yeah. the grudge curse in Japan, comes to America. Yeah. Boom. That's that's story one. Yeah. Story two, police officer and her partner. Well, no, just police officer. Yeah. She goes to the house and she's studying the history of the house and okay. it, all the murders that are happened. Yeah. The police officer, her her uh, partner, yeah. he has a separate story. Of course. Involving the house. And that's why he doesn't go there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's one, two, three stories right yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. And then you get to the fourth story, which is of uh, the people trying to sell the house after the initial... First family's death. Yeah. And that's got the guy from Harold and Kumar. What's okay. his face? John Cho? Is that his name? Ooh. Uh, I'll see. look it up. Keep talking. He's like the only famous guy in the movie. Yeah. I know what uh, about. And so him and his wife are trying to sell the house. And he is he goes in the house and gets the grudge curse attached to him John as well. Cho. John Cho. Yeah. Um, so that's story four. And that's so, too many stories. How long is the movie? It, oh, and that's the worst thing. The movie's like two hours long. Oh, no. It's uh, And then there's story five, which is... Oh, God, there's more? There's more. And then there's story five, which is an older couple that moves in after the retail... The people trying to sell the house, John Cho, after he sells the house to them. But, but everybody dies who goes in the house. So the old people are the last, the last remnants, the last people. And so the older people get the grudge curse. Spoiler, they die. Everyone dies. Um, and this connects to the police officer who is in modern day. She is the police officer is the very end of the tale. And then after the old people die, the old people, there's the officer's partner. The, the partner's partner, his previous partner, goes in the house and gets infected with the grudge curse and gets obsessed with trying to solve the murders that happened. And then the credits roll? Sure. Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Long story short, there's six stories. They're all boring as heck because they, they're so busy jumping around trying to explain all these stories. And then there's like four or five climaxes that all happen at the same time that have no gravity to them. Oh, it's like, okay, no. here's all these people. Here's how they all got here. And it's like an hour and 40 minutes into the movie. Just blah, blah, blah. There's probably four scares total and none of them are good. Oh, no. I don't know how you make bad scares, but they did it. They did. <laughs> I don't know. They turned up they the music. It. They had creepy grudge people. And they just, when they put them together, That's it was scary. like, it just <laughs> fell wow. flat. I don't know how they do it. it. It's it's more impressive how bad it is, really. That sounds um, atrocious. Yeah. The only part that was good was the very end, the final twist, if you will, which yeah. I won't say it. I know I spoiled the whole movie, but oh, whatever. It, I want to save you guys the trouble. It's not yeah. worth it's not worth That's watching. how you can tell Tim really doesn't like a movie when he just blatantly spoils the, it. The enti- I told you the entire film because I don't want you guys He's to He's trying time. to help you. I am. I'm trying to save you guys because I love the original Grudge movie yes. so much. And for them, it was like they made a really bad horror movie and then just slapped the grudge, the grudge name on, on it. it. Yeah, then like, like, well, this is garbage. No one's going to want it. What's a movie that people liked? <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring the grudge Let's back. And, uh, you know, and it's the same. I think we've talked about another podcast, but uh, uh, not James. Uh, Sam Raimi is connected to it. Producer role. You know? On this one? Yeah. Really? So they kept saying, like, from Sam Raimi. But, like, probably not really. Right. He's like, he walked, he walked, he got paid like $20 to walk over to the set and be like, yeah. Yeah, this is a movie. (laughs) Good job, guys. (laughs) Oh, it makes me so mad. Dude, rough. It was just, yeah, the scares were bad. Uh, The grudge, like, 
the curse. They had this little girl that was the, the grudge girl this of time course. around, and she wasn't good. It was just bad. Just save your time, your money, your loved ones, and just run away. Dude, Burn brutal. the theater if you have to yeah. to get rid of the curse. Of wow. the grudge. Well, let me personally thank you for saving me the time because mm-hmm. after that review, yep. I am never going to watch that movie. You know, and I'm I'm sorry to spoil, but I'm not really. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I am good with not watching that ever. Yeah. It's just a mess. Go watch. I think the sequels are better than... Really? Yeah. And the sequels aren't good. Yeah. They're all right. They're watchable. Yeah. And but, they're probably an hour and 36 minutes. Right. And this one being two hours, Blech. you know, and I've never felt more like I wanted to sleep during a movie than Man. I did that. See, it sounds like that huge, like, tons of, like, peaks in this, like, tons of climax moments all at once mm-hmm. was supposed to be this big epic thing. Yeah. And it just fell super flat. Because it showed all the murders, everyone, how they died, what happened. And it was like, death, 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 death. And you're like... Well, you knew ultimately from the very beginning they were all going to die. Yeah. So it wasn't really surprising when certain characters died. Like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it was. It's like don't care about you. And it's like <laughs> it's it's it was just so Most poorly people made. Died for no reason. And I feel bad because you know there were people who put in a lot of effort. Of a lot course. Of work, and yeah. I always feel bad about saying a movie's bad. We always have that struggle because it, it's not everybody's fault. It's yeah. just you know. Collectively, you suck. Though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Together. Separate, you guys are great. Great. Together. Real bad. Yeah. Real bad combination. Go find a new movie. Bummer. Yeah. But again, thank you. I, it's two hours of my life that I can spend on something else. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sorry yeah. for your loss, man. Hey, sometimes you got to give up time to make crime. That's what I always say. Speaking of crime. Yeah. Let's go to Sonic Music. Nice. Yeah. Just all in a day's work. You uh, know. Ugh. No big deal. All right. What? Video games? Yeah. Okay. Video games. All right, nerds. Here's the thing. Streaming has been really fun. I have been streaming on Twitch. Twice. I've only done it twice. <laughs> but it's a blast. But I'm stoked about <laughs> it. It's super fun. I don't know why. All I'm doing is turning mm-hmm. on a stream. It's really fun. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm Trainwreck mm-hmm. on Twitch. Yep. T-R-E-I-G-N-W-R-E-C-K. And uh, what's been cool about it is I just wanted to try it on the Xbox, and I downloaded Twitch, and I did it. And then uh, a friend of mine has been begging me to play The Last of Us for a really long time. Mm-hmm. We were talking the other day about streaming it, and he said, if I stream it, he'll watch it, dying to play it anyway. So That's I was like, one huh. guaranteed viewer. Exactly. One mm-hmm. guaranteed viewer. How can I pass that up? And I was like, I wonder if I can even do it on my PS4. I don't even know. I've mm-hmm. never done it. Downloaded it last night. Played on Twitch. Yep. I played for like an hour and some minutes. I played until dawn, mm-hmm. and it was super fun. So I don't have like cameras set up or anything like that. I got to get my video going. But... um. Yeah, it's really fun, and I'm excited to. I'm just. I'll probably get like. I have seven followers. I probably won't break ten ever because I'm just gonna variety stream. I don't know who's gonna find my stuff, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's just pretty fun to go on there, and it's so easy to do. Oh yeah, the systems are made nowadays to have. 
Twitch integrated into the system. It's the app's a little annoying to navigate. Actually, it's not yet right. It's it's not the easiest, but the, it's um. What do I want to say? It's like the poor man's way of doing it. I guess. Yeah, like exactly. Like like for me, I just I just wanted to like get into the game a little mm-hmm. bit. No pun intended, and just have a profile on there. And it's it is fun to like search the app, see who's yeah. playing what. Um, My favorite aspect of it is it's basically a way to watch your friends play games without actually having to hang out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's like, exactly, and that's exactly. how they all start. It's like you know, a handful of friends will come and watch you play, like your friend suggesting to play Last of Us. Yeah, exactly. And you know, a bunch of people will want to jump on and watch you and be like, "Dude, that game's so good." Yeah. Um, that it's exciting to see someone experience it for the first time. Right. Exactly. And then they'll tell their friends and their friends, and that's how it, they explode. And it's cool because I did have um a few people i had like four or five viewers at one point last night and i know like two of them were friends of mine Mm -hmm. the others i i think just popped in because i was playing until dawn there are a handful of people playing until dawn on twitch yeah um on twitch on twitch uh but yeah like my uh i have a couple friends on there if you guys are on there Mm -hmm. look up angry tony Uh underscore and also pat spain underscore all right Um, but last night my friend pat he's been streaming a lot of call of duty he was uh streaming at the same time that i was so we Mm -hmm. were like popping into each other's streams and stuff like that um so i don't know it's just been really really cool yeah and uh speaking of scary stuff with the grudge and yeah. video games with Twitch. Right. I was playing until dawn. Mm-hmm. And the game is still super cool. I know we've talked about it, but now I'm like pretty deep. I'm pretty close to the end, I think. Yeah. Um, Who Do you have anybody dead? You told me before. Uh, yes, but. So there's w- one person is dead. Mm-hmm. And here's what I keep forgetting about this game, that you have a choice not to choose. I keep forgetting that. I never, ever pick that option. So I've only done it once. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, I think I, at one point it was timed and I didn't press something in time. So I like accidentally was like, oh, you can choose not to choose anything. Mm -hmm. But the other day uh, or yesterday when I was playing, um, I said the other day because I was thinking from the character's perspective. (laughs) um, I killed a reindeer. Mm -hmm. And I... Because like sometimes on this game now, if you've never played this game, it's very it's very theatrical. It's mm-hmm. very much like you are just making decisions and pretty much watching a movie happen. But it's mm-hmm. so freaking beautiful. And if you like horror movies, like it really didn't scare me that much. But where I'm at now, bro, some of the jump scares. Also, I don't know what the hell's happening. It oh. gets weird <laughs> and more mystical. Like yeah, the yeah. more you play it, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell? There's like balloons and candles, and I think that's a <laughs> ghost, and she's in a towel, and there's reindeer, yeah. and I don't know. Like I don't know what the hell's happening. But that adds to like the mystery of, of it, of course. Um, and the interviews with Doctor Hill in between. There's mm-hmm. all, dude, it's wild. The yeah. game's wild. Um, if you are a horror fan. Even if you don't play video games, you could literally get through this game because all you do is walk around and make decisions. It's the perfect party game, really. Like if yes. if all your friends want to come over and watch a scary movie, yeah, perfect game to put on. And then you all argue over what decisions to make. Right, it would be so good for a party mm-hmm. game. Yep, um, always so, has been. So one of the things that happens is something pops up. And is like uh, it'll be a target. Mm-hmm. So my immediate thought is, oh, there's a target. I need to get to that Gotta real get, quick. Yep. So I did that the other day. You're a character and you have an axe, mm-hmm. um, and all these God. reindeer come to you. And as you walk through the reindeer, they're just like separating from you and they're mm-hmm. just parting. 
But then the target shows up, so I'm like, oh, God. So I selected the target, and you start chopping up a reindeer. <laughs> and I was like, oh! All right, I didn't do that at you that didn't. part. You did Okay, yeah. so yep. that was a choice. And then immediately mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I could have not done that. But then, I didn't think about that as being a choice. Like, yeah, it, me neither. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that was a uh, butterfly effect moment, and it'll show you throughout the game when you make a choice whether or not that's going to affect the outcome of something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am curious to see what happens now because I've resisted the urge of shutting the game off when I make a decision I don't want to make right. going back. Yep. Um, but a whole sequence happens after that where... So did you do that at that point? I didn't attack. So the character there gets knocked off the cliff. Mm -hmm. And if you get all the quick time, uh, what's the event? Yeah. If you, um, Mm -hmm. which is so fast, if you get them all, he climbs back up and everything's cool. Okay. So I'm wondering how that affects things later. I can tell you what happens if you don't attack it. Yeah, what happens? Nothing. You just walk. You through. just walk through. Yeah, you don't fall so off. So that was my that was my mm-hmm. thought. So I don't know what difference this made if it was something about my relationship with Emily. Sometimes um, those butterfly effects are relationship things. Okay. Because if you make generally bad decisions, there will be points in the game where the characters won't go and they save. They don't trust you or they don't save you. Yeah, okay. and like there are certain moments. I mean, you had to do a lot for it to be messed up. Yeah. And at the end of the game, they give you stats and it's like... This decision did this, yes, and this okay, did that. Okay. So there is that satisfaction of seeing where everything goes. Mm. For the most part, some are is still kind of a mystery, but yeah. for the most part, you'll be like, oh, okay, that when I made that decision, that's that, what it affected. Th- yeah, that's what happened. Okay, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that that aspect of it is really cool, and um, I'm curious to see the outcome on everything. Because other than that, right now, everyone is alive, and there's one unknown. Okay. Um. But I know I'm right on the cusp of where things are about to get like pretty rough. Mm-hmm. And I did just choose not to choose. Mm-hmm. And it's very ambiguous what happened at the end of the scene. I have no idea what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll tell you about it afterwards. But it was one big decision that I wouldn't. Uh, uh, basically, there's a moment where you are one character. You have the option to either uh, kill yourself, thus mm-hmm. saving the other person, or kill the other person, thus saving yourself. Yes. I didn't make a decision. It took forever. Ever for the timer to go down. Yes. Way longer than everything else. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happens there because the scene Is just that, cuts. That's a buzzsaw, right? Or yes. Something? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep, I know um, exactly that. So the scene just I know, cuts. how crazy of it, uh, is it that it's like, okay, who do you want to die? Yeah, and I could not, and I found a totem that showed me part of that scene. Yep. So I was like, how do I get that scene? Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Um, so all of that builds up a ton of tension as people are starting to be threatened and killed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the angles in it, it's funny because... Um, uh, my friend Eric, this is the Eric show. We're talking about Eric a lot this hey, week. Hey, Eric. Because uh, he, he's watching me stream it, and mm-hmm. he, he was saying how he hated the angles in the game. I love them because yeah. it's just a horror movie. That's exactly. Like, it's just like those cool, those cool angles where it's like behind a skull or something. You're yeah. looking through the eye. Like, it's film angles. Yeah, exactly. And there's this one scene in particular that it was one of the coolest ones is you open the door, and I mm-hmm. think it's when you're playing as Ashley, mm-hmm. and the camera goes like down a hallway yeah. and then it stays at the end of the hallway and your character is way at the end mm-hmm. and you're like waiting for it to cut back to her, but it doesn't, you have to walk towards the camera. Yeah, I remember sitting there for a minute and being That's like, That's what I did. I was like, is still a cutscene or what's <laughs> happening? Um, so it's super, super cool. I'm really enjoying it. The one thing that I will say about it is I don't see myself replaying it to get different outcomes. Right. Because so much of it is just walking through and w- so much of the story will remain the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I now know from reading a couple things online, I might've said this on the podcast before that, you know, 
some people may or may not die due to your decisions. Right. I don't see myself playing through it again to find out what those there changes are, are. There are chapters you can start from, um, but if a character were to die earlier in the game, yeah. then you would have to start from that point. But if, right, where um, they died. Right. So Shoot, maybe we did have this conversation. This feels remarkably familiar. Eh, just, you know, it's fine. Everybody yeah. relax. Yeah, calm down. Calm down. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't... I don't know if it seems familiar, but anyways, yeah, you can you you can replay uh, from that point um, before they died. Okay, uh, so you can pick that point, and then you still had to go through the game again. I remember to get some trophies, I had to do like maybe an hour or so of gameplay again, like uh, yeah, uh, just to do. There's like one part where you can pick uh, like three different paths, and depending on which yes, you, depending on that. which one you pick, that's um, with Mike, I think, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's different things you can do. Um, so, and it was that. And then I got a handful of trophies. But yeah, it requires you to play through it a lot. Yeah. Um, which I only played through it once and then did that extra hour. And I was like, I'm good. Yeah. It's short enough. Like, yeah. it, once you know how to play it and everything, it's pretty short. Totally. Um, but you can't, like, skip cutscenes and stuff. Like, that's that's the game. Is right. The that's what it so, is. Um, yeah, it's not a great one to replay unless you do it with friends and watch someone else. Sure. Which that fun. I would do. Mm-hmm. To your point, I would definitely do that. But um, super great game. I'm really enjoying it, especially as you get, get into it later on. It, yep. it, it's, it gets pretty intense and the suspense is way up there because, I again, I have no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. So um, in a good way. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. So uh, enjoying that game. And that's it. Yeah, I um just been playing a bunch of games. I'm I'm on a kick of modern like new games that I got. Yeah. Um, you sh- I did the black backlog last year, and I'm still working on it this year. Um, but I'm toning it down a bit because I I bought like I don't know maybe like ten or so games in the past few months, and they're all new. Yeah. And I just never played them. Just didn't play them. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm working on those. I finished Star Wars. Um, Fallen Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order. There Fallen Order. Yeah. yeah. How good um, is it? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It it solidifies my. Uh, my statement from maybe last podcast, two podcasts ago, Star Wars side stories. Those are always the best. Always yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so excellent because it's really just all expanding upon what we already know. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, the it's, universe is so cool. That's yes. why, I mean, because mm-hmm. that universe was built. That's what was blowing me away about watching A New Hope today mm-hmm. is like watching it, remembering like this is the first thing anyone ever got. Of Star Wars, yeah. They established so much. Oh, yeah. In such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just crazy. It's so many things to take into account because there's, I mean, there's been things kind of like it at that time. You know, sure. sci-fi is always like crazy and out there, but uh, to to establish like lightsabers and the force and like... All the different races. Yeah. The sand people, the Jawas, mm-hmm. the Wookiees. Like, all that, there's way too much information than you should be able to handle. Mm-hmm. Jabba the Hutt, the bounty hunters. Yep. Like... The the whole idea of the Empire and the Rebellion mm-hmm. and uh and Obi-Wan and his history with Luke's dad. Like yeah. literally <laughs> it's so much. Yeah. The, Han Solo and the Millennium Falcon and and the vehicles and there's so many things that are established movie. from in one movie. Yeah. Yeah, because then they go to the Death Star, which how the heck do you explain that to someone who's never seen yeah. like a sci-fi the movie? Tiny moon. Yes, <laughs> just look at the tiny little moon. Tiny moon. Yeah, it's spectacular. It is crazy what they what they done with Star Wars. And that's why they can expand so much on the universe because mm-hmm. it's so huge. Because they have a, a galaxies and galaxies. Like, they mm-hmm. say it's one big galaxy. It's like four billion planets. Right. <laughs> like, hey, look at this planet over here. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah. 
And yeah, I mean, for Fallen Order, I've heard mm-hmm. nonstop amazing things about. I've seen some screenshots and videos from it. It looks great. Yep, so. totally worth a playthrough. I um, how long was it? Uh, about for me, I got a hundred percent, and it was about thirty-five hours. That's not bad for a hundred percenting it. If yeah, you're... yeah. The main story itself, you can probably get through pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but it's uh like it's Metroidvania style where you get like upgrade, like you go to a planet cool. and you get a new ability. So if you go back to the old planet, I'm you can always get... down for that kind of game, mm-hmm. dude. Always. It's, it's always for me. I'm. I don't. I like it a lot. I don't usually like it as much in a 3D realm. I don't know why. I'll give you that. Uh, I still like it. I love the idea of it and yeah. stuff. But like 3D games, I guess it's always just like bigger and there's a lot more. Um, it does feel different. You're looking a lot more for like the things as opposed to on a 2D plane. Like if you're playing Castlevania, it's very obvious to see where I use the powers. Yes. Where in Star Wars, like I have a whole planet to explore. And I have no idea where these points necessarily are. Sure. They do have a map that shows you, so you have a general idea. But um, that being said, it's still awesome. It's still yeah. wicked fun. And there's a lot of a lot of interesting Star Wars trivia. Um, like there's all these collectibles that once again expand on the universe. And yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's great for any fan of Star Wars. So cool. Mm-hmm. That and uh, Control. I've been playing Control a lot. Oh man, Remedy's got it, man. Yeah. Have you beaten it? Not yet. Nope. No. I got two missions left. Um, okay. I'll probably beat it tonight, actually. I'm still sitting on Quantum Break. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gotta play that. I Have know. you started it? No. Okay. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I'm a Star Wars kick, man. Yeah, you gotta watch Star Wars. Star Wars and space stuff. And Until Dawn. We gotta play Reach. Yes, we do. I only played Until Dawn because uh, it was... What was last night? Wednesday. Oh, you would have been home, actually. Yep. Oh, Rachel was watching something in the living room. Well, you know, move my your Xbox, Xbox upstairs. upstairs. Nah, dog. That's where yeah. my PlayStation lives. All right there. <laughs> lives. Yeah, that's where it lives. <laughs> um... We wrapping this one? I think so. Bro, we're going to wrap this one. This is a great one. It was a mm-hmm. good time. Thank you for hanging out with us. You can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify, Apple Podcasts app. Apple Podcasts app. And um, freaking, I don't know. This was awesome. Join us for the uh, special that's mm-hmm. coming up soon. Uh, we have some guests coming up soon. Yes. We are going to be guests soon. Yes. More information later once we select a date or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't I'm know. excited for, for that stuff. It's going to be awesome. Have man. you been on another podcast before? JB's. Oh, okay. Remember? Yeah, I do remember. You got so mad about it. Why did I get mad about it? Because it was just me. Well, yeah. But it was like an animatronic. Nah, you're of... allowed to go do your stuff. Thanks so you're much, You're an adult, man. and... Yeah, I've... Um, two. I, I did that podcast, and then my mm-hmm. friend Kenny, he, he podcasted for a short time. Yep. Um, and that was that was pretty cool. I love it, man. I love doing other people's podcasts, because mm-hmm. I just like podcasting. Yeah. And there's zero pressure on me to like edit in, anything In your friend afterwards. group, are you like guru podcast are you like <laughs> the guy who knows podcasting uh in certain yeah because mm-hmm. yeah. i feel like i guess i don't have a lot of friends who have podcasts yeah that's the thing like when i talk to people about it they're like well, you have a podcast and, yeah uh but i don't i we're just guys talking like yeah. it, i don't know it doesn't feel like anything but it's interesting to hear other people's perspective and be like you it know, is yeah uh, and to, I, I'm really excited to go on another podcast just to see what it's like. Yes. Because I'm so used to our format. Yeah, and dude, like, I even think about that. You're going to love it. Yeah, I'm excited. It's super fun. Mm-hmm. And and especially especially with, uh, you know, when you're doing it with other people who've done it for a while and they kind of understand, like, the format. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. It's cool. Yeah. yeah it's going to be fun. Yeah. So we'll announce some of that stuff soon. Mm-hmm. Um what else? Freaking the Keep Up Podcast. Find us on Instagram. Follow us on there. We're having a lot of fun on there. Mm-hmm. And we always post a video every at least well, at once least a once month. a month. Yep. Yeah, which is more than we were doing for a while. Yep. So I know YouTube. I really hope we get back to it at some point. Um, just we gotta do videos. We gotta do videos, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, all right. We'll see you on the next episode. Uh, love you guys. Tim's going to do a thing. I find when you're looking at the stars and the stars reflect your innermost demons, you imagine hell being a place that you remember it to not be. The past and the present. And you're there with your right hand cleaning a left-handed window or a left-handed window cleaning the right hand. I find that moments like this are worth reflecting upon. May I leave you with this. Find the window that you clean the hand with wrongly. Because when it's right, it's not there. Thank you. All right, uh, testing. Brett's Michael Lafone. Checky, checky. Checky, Czechoslovakia. My name's Czechoslovakia, and I'm Slovakian. Czech- Michael Chickless. It's <laughs> Chickless. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Creep Up Biscuits. Oh, give me them biscuits. Welcome to episode 106 of the Keep Up Pod. Do I say 106 usually? I, I don't remember. Oh, the Keep Up Podcast. <laughs>